0: Welcome to Radio Free Murktown, a podcast focusing on and funded by the gaming community at ExplorersUnlimited.com. More than just another play-by-post website, Explorers Unlimited is one of the world's largest online communities of Palladium Books fans who are taking part in a single epic storyline in each dimension within which all player characters can interact. Explorers Unlimited, where the only thing missing from the greatest adventures ever imagined is you. And now here's the host of Radio Free Murktown, Lloyd Ritchie.
1: Uh, online convention uh, for the community uh, taking place in November. And uh, take
0: it away, sir. Thanks. Um, my name is Josh. Uh, I go by the handle Zerathon Online. Um, and uh, my my journey started uh, ages ago um, in gaming. Uh, I had uh, uh, my first love was D and D and Greyhawk, and um, my my second love uh, uh, became uh, the Palladium RPG uh, in college, uh, which was a long time ago. Is that fantasy? And, yeah, yeah, it's the Palladium okay. uh, Fantasy RPG. Um, all right. And uh, uh, yeah, so um, I uh, got out of the business basically of gaming um, uh, after college, I uh, just got busy with things, and um, after having kids and watching them sit around playing too many video games, uh, I was like, you know what? I, I got to get them to do something else, and uh, role-playing games came to mind, and so I got back into role-playing games um, and, uh, my, you know, uh, found myself uh, DMing for the, the neighborhood kids, and uh, was starting to kind of investigate also maybe doing a, something over at the... Uh, at at the uh, community center, uh, the old folks' home—not no, the old folks' home, but the uh, the community—I can't remember what it's called exactly. But and then uh, and then there, you know. So we started having a kids' game. Turns out my brother in law was a huge, like DCC guy. And we had no idea. He was a total like me closet uh, RPG. Closet
1: nerds. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: He, uh, you know, it was just it was it was like you know I got a phone call from my wife like, hey, you won't believe this. And, uh, and apparently he'd been going over to Games Plus over in Mount Prospect, which is uh, my friendly local game store. Um, and, uh, you know, we're kind of about a third of the way to Lake Geneva uh, from Chicago, um, where we're at. So uh, I got back into gaming and was having a, a great time with the kids and some of the you know the adults were getting involved too who are just like i used you know i love playing you know role-playing games and um you know i got into discord and i found like a greyhawk community online and we all started playing together because it was the great thing about online is that you can find people to play the you know your 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 campaign world and style of choice you want to play riffs you can find people to play riffs if you want to play palladium fantasy rpg you can find that you might not have as much luck or as many enthusiastic players within just your local communities or maybe you will maybe you're one of those lucky folks um but online, if people gather there, then, you know, you can share your love of a very specific, like if you're into Beyond the Supernatural or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or just after the bomb or whatever, whatever particular Palladium uh, title you're into, right? Um, and so that was what was great about uh, the, the Greyhawk community is that there's a lot online. There's a lot that aren't and will never play online. One of the Gary Con, um Diamond badge holders. I did not know he was a diamond badge holder, which is like means that they're throwing money at the con just to help keep it afloat, right? Um, I offered him because I knew him outside because uh, he was my basically my vintage uh, dnd material dealer, right? And uh, hold on one sec. Uh, so the children, uh, just informed me that they are going for, to get Killwinds. And what did I want? Killwinds is a ice cream shop, one of which is in Lake Geneva. Uh, and, um, that's one of the reasons we used to go, uh, up there for some just to get Killwinds, but now they open one up in my downtown area. So now you've got two pieces of information about me. You can probably figure out exactly where I live or maybe three. Um, anyway, so we, uh, what was I talking about? i got kill ones on the brain now. Uh,
1: Gary Kahn, diamond badge holder.
0: So I, I, you know, so the, so anyway, COVID hits and I work in tech, right? I, I work in IT uh, and it was like, you know, things were, I mean, I remember I, I was in Lake Geneva in February doing at Ice Castles and going out to this supper club and in February, and things were starting to look, you know, a little bleak. And I was like, you know, I mean, I played D and D online. We could do it on a Discord. We already had a Discord. This one guy, Mike Zadzu Espinosa, uh, had set up a informal, unofficial Gary GaryCon Discord just to help coordinate with rides and to do kind of like a like a Northern Illinois kind of like meetup for games and coordinate rides and stuff and talk about food in the in the Lake Geneva area and 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 also in Northern Illinois. And uh, we, um, you know, he pretty quickly caught on that I was, you know, kind of like him, you know, tech savvy and whatever. And we're like, yeah, you know, uh," as everything was falling apart, we're like, we can just do all the convention on this Discord. We just have to set up a bunch of gaming tables. And we started talking to the organizers. Mind you, I had signed up to go to GaryCon. This was going to be the first game Con I'd ever done in my entire life one of my college buddies had, had been going all along. And he was like, yeah, just go. And I was in 2019, I was just still getting back into it at that point. And then in 2020, I was like, all right, I'm going this year, right? So two years back into gaming, Gary Con's gonna be my first con. And it looks like it's going down in flames because of COVID. And I'm like, we can do this. I know we can. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how I got connected. Um, I think I, I kind of credit a lot to, you know, it's Mike, it was Matt Everhart, uh, also known as Casey Rift, uh, who was just like, oh, you're competent and know how to do things? Then come do them. Like, he, he was just a very good, hey, you know how to do things? And so we got the Discord connected, set up, got everybody pointed into it, and, you know, I don't remember how many thousands of players showed up, but, I mean, it was very successful. It was the first big conference that went straight into there. And that's when we met Baufren, um, who was a fantasy grounds college guy who just couldn't run faster than me. And I dragged him onto the help desk to help run the conference or convention. Nice. And, and, and so on and so on. Right. Uh, pretty much all the staffers and volunteer folks at Gary Khan they're all just people who just showed up to help and be, because they just love gaming, you know, um, and they want to create a fun, healthy, uh, safe gaming environment for everyone to play at. And for GaryCon, it was also to be, you know, because for more vintage stuff, too. Uh, but it's for, I mean, you know, I mean, Luke's writing stuff for fifth edition now. I just played it not long ago in his perhaps, Shintoofy. Perhaps What's that?
1: Be a good time to stop and... Uh... Explicitly describe and tell what Garyconn is
0: uh, for many who may not know. Khan um, is basically a celebration of the life of Gary Gygax, uh, kind of the, you know, the co-founder of, uh, of D&D and uh, one of the earlier RPG, you know, earliest, earlier, I don't know, whatever, I, I'm not a historian, don't come at me, uh, you know, RPGs, um, you know, uh, kind of the, the the shift from um role uh you know wargaming with little miniatures on battle maps to like yeah. now you got a five man or five person team going in with uh yeah exactly you know so yeah um yeah the that tra- that big transition on how the game was played and what you could do and and all that stuff uh so that was that was Gary driving a lot of that you know uh Dave Arneson was was, was is a huge part of that story uh as well um and uh you know uh y- you can I, mean, I know there's some controversy around there so i'm not going to say anything more but yeah so uh, after his passing they all gathered in lake geneva and they had gary con zero there because they were already all there and uh and i and, he, and it just kept happening and um you know luke's got a steady hand over the thing he you know he wants to keep it he doesn't want it, he wants to keep it like one of those smaller cons he doesn't want it to be another gen con you know he'd rather go horizontal and add more you know maybe quarterly things than make it so huge that you know you have to you know take a bus to get from one end of it to another um and that's what a that's why I actually wanted to go because I was like, this is a smaller con. I'm not and it, you know, it's gonna there's a lot of Greyhawk nerds there, right? Um and that was kinda you know, Greyhawk is my my first love and and uh Palladium was my second love. My, my I have all the Riffs books and I I, I read them so much. Yeah, that Rifts and the um and the, the Robotech stuff uh, and macros and whatever, you know, I'll, I'll read. I will read but the deck plans book.
1: You're in your early to mid 40s.
0: No, but thank you. Oh. I wish. No, I'm <laughs> older.
1: Oh, good Lord. Oh, wow. So you didn't get drawn in by the cartoon then when you were a kid?
0: No, I was a TMNT.
1: Oh, wow. See, the Robotech, is, the Robotech drew me in at the age of 12 because that was what was on TV. The well, it was awesome. After school. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, did you ever see Macross Plus, by the way?
1: Yeah, I didn't care for the, uh, like, too much of the, like, I really enjoyed SDF Macross, but I did not enjoy any of the iterations after that. They just seemed focused on all the wrong things. And, I, you know, I, wrong to my values and, and tastes. Like, yeah. Cars and, and pop stars, not my thing, baby. that's a Japanese.
0: But that was like classic, like, like you know, Lynn Minmay singing her songs. and was the and
1: worst one. part of uh,
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> but, you know, that was, but it was still, it would, okay, anyway. So, uh, Macross yeah. Plus has one of the most amazing opening sequences where he's like, you know, fighting the, whatever, Zentradi or whatever like they were called, I can't remember. And then someone actually did an awesome uh, uh, video for Going the Distance uh, that one song, Go in the Distance, and Macross Plus, where if you've ever seen it, you're like, wow, this is awesome. Anyway, moving along. So, um, and so we we pulled off Virtual GaryCon. We we set up the, you know, we, we established a help desk that was front and center, right in everybody's face. You know, we did not make too many rooms, right? I mean, there was a lot of gaming table categories, but there weren't so many rooms for everything. Like that was one of the things I kept saying, like you can't have too much, otherwise people are gonna be like, I have no idea where to go. And we kept someone beaconing in the help desk, meaning you're just, we had bodies like we are here, just so standing here in the help desk, right? In the words help desk, you know, it was very clear, you need help, come here. Um, we, you know, socialized everything on with links directly to uh, the discord everywhere uh in face in on our facebook pages on uh, the tte and everything we recalibrated a lot of things on the fly very quickly within two weeks and unfortunately that gave luke the illusion that it was easy uh no i'm kidding he knows it wasn't um i hope he listens to this and gets angry at me no um i love him but the 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 the, there were still you know lessons learned and all that coming out of it um you know the Event management system that we used uh, is still uh, Tabletop Events TTE, I call it, uh, for short, Um, and it's great. Uh, I love it, but it costs money, right? It's like uh, it's like minimum ticket price is two bucks, and TTE then charges an an additional meaning not ticket badge price. Minimum badge price is two dollars, so you could do one badge for the entire convention, and tickets are free, right? And that's how Gary kind of does it uh, you know, other places like game hole and, and I'm, I'm very spottily educated. Now I know other cons do things because it's all been virtual. Um, we kind of run around consulting for free just cause, you know, we're those kind of folks uh, to other cons to try and help them do virtual cons early on. So we went and, you know, to uh Harold uh um Harold Johnson, the uh, one of the old D D guys, uh he had hit something we gave him a bunch of advice. Uh we wound up basically helping to run kind of champions, which was the please save TTE for a little while because all these cons just canceled on us and we have no money now. Um we uh virtual cobalt con um we we went virtual with that uh, and basically it's so there's like this team of like me and bow and and matt everhart and uh jimmy duffy who's those two guys who do a lot of streaming too and that's one of the nice things to do is kind of combine streaming with uh your con to kind of give it some theme and you should try and leave at least like one or two seats and eventually come october that year we came up with virtual greyhawk con because i was just like talking to my my virtual community who's all and again so I, I get back to the uh the diamond badge holder right and i said to him and i, I didn't know at the time i said dude i'll even give you because i knew like he came out with a a world of greyhawk mask on his face to deliver my my vintage stuff uh, when i do when it was drive up to the store delivery you know you couldn't go in but you could drive up to the store and he comes with a greyhawk i'm like, I'm like you know, you love Greyhawks, so do you want to come to the convention? He goes, No. <laughs> I'm like, What do you, or I'm, I'm like, I will give you free virtual tickets out of my own pocket for you to come. Come on. He goes, No, <laughs> not Luddite. interested. Yeah. No, it's not even that he's a Luddite. It just, he's like, I, you know, he's like, I just, I get, I get 5% of my pleasure from uh, virtual gaming and like 95% from in person gaming. And and I get that. That's just that's how, that's how he yeah, works. And it,
1: it's Just direct, immediate, personal preferences. You know, where it's like if, I, if I'm not smelling your BO at one a.m. <laughs> closing this up, this hasn't been real.
0: Right. That's actually one of the things we point out as as one of the the pros to virtual cons is you don't have to smell anybody but yourself.
1: Amen. Amen. I've been to cons. Right. It's not always pleasant walking the aisles.
0: No, it's like, yeah, I so I mean, I don't know because I've never been, but I mean, I've been to like technology conferences, uh which can be like that too, um
1: but we lived in uh we lived in East Central Illinois for ten years, so yeah. Gen con was literally a two hour drive uh, and so yeah uh, we we attended a couple of those, plus a couple of pladium open houses, a much longer drive to Michigan, um, still not that long really six hours but uh and yeah uh same kind of deal with each the only different thing is hotter at the gen con hall than it was in the Palladium warehouse which is typically quite cool
0: <laughs> so i i've never been to gen con um you know geneva convention right but uh i mean i've been to lake geneva probably a billion times but anyway uh I've been to Michigan uh, I didn't know that was where Palladium was from uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I probably sure, know, yeah. I've probably seen it a few times um, I suspect is that why Laszlo or New Lazlo or whatever it is is there New Lazlo no Laszlo.
1: i no, I've, I'm, I'm pretty sure Kevin and uh, his other associated uh, contributors to the Canon of the world literally just throw darts at a, at a map because like in one in the index of *An Adventure*,s when they're describing Chitown in detail for the first time, they place it on the on the ruins of Colfax, Illinois, which was literally seven miles from where we lived <laughs> in, in East Central Illinois. I might add. And You're like,
0: I'm I'm good as long as I want to, you know, I, the uh, human supremacist that hates yeah,
1: magic. And I know exactly how big that community is. It was 700 people. I'm like, this is never going to be a metropolis of any form of well
0: murder, but you know. you know
1: but I was when like, chicago you know, is I'm no, no
0: longer an option because it's yeah, haunted right. or whatever
1: but i remember yeah. i remember and my wife asked him about it and you just saw the i don't know what the fuck they're talking about look on his face and oh <laughs> it wasn't me policy. man <laughs> yeah and a, throw me let me throw a politician non-answer at him and we we're like uh so yeah i think it's just darts and a map <laughs> uh which I mean that's cool. Who cares? It's it's all fun, and the setting is the setting. But uh, so let's uh, let's take all the uh, the con all the convention uh, discussion. Suffice it to say, you're an expert. And um, well, uh, let's take a look at the uh, at the, what we have formulated so far, um, and uh, let's see what we got. Um, and and definitely, would love to hear any kind of feedback, ideas, et cetera, from yourself.
0: Oh yeah, you probably won't have to shut me up.
1: Okay, so uh, like, first of all, uh, I would just like to put out there, I don't care, this is not um, system exclusive to Palladium. Uh, I've already invited and gotten an agreement from uh, uh, John on the dot com site, the admin over there, part of our community. He's going to run a Savage Riffs one shot. So what
0: Savage Riffs? Is that like Riffs and Savage something glued together? Savage
1: Worlds. Savage ah. World system. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, Palladium released its IP to a uh, critical entertainment group for Riffs. And so they've been putting out Savage Worlds Riffs content. And let me tell you, it's awesome. Uh, it's true to the spirit. Of uh, palladium rips, but using an entirely different system. Uh, in play style, I would say it's slightly quicker in combat, though not much, just as crunchy, but it's a much tighter system in that it makes a lot more sense. Uh, Man,
0: you get somebody to come up with a D&D Beyond style thing for palladium. We were just talking about that the other, uh, Friday, last night.
1: Savage rips it, because uh, there's not. I mean, there is, are, are definitely differences between 5e and Savage, uh, or and, uh, Savage Worlds. Well, no, but I meant more a digital tool side. Yeah, but de- fundamentally, they're both modern systems that share a lot of commonalities because those commonalities work really well and they're balanced and Palladium doesn't even stand without balance. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, so I don't know, where, where where were you going? Go ahead. What's that? But I think I interrupted you. Uh, so uh, if you, you got something,
0: go ahead. I wasn't sure what Savage Riffs was. Um, yeah. You know, I I I just sit there and read my books, right? Um, I don't um, I, it until time until time you to until display? you until you hailed me. I didn't know that there was, you know, because I mean, I've looked for like uh, every now and then. I kind of sniff around for a little bit of like, is there any palladium anything going on? And I, I've never. It wasn't as in my face as, I mean, we've got, like, so, like, with virtual Greyhawk coming up in October, um, uh, you know, some cons, which are going back to full physical, they're still hobbling along, right? Uh, Others are supporting hybrid, and they're not seeing really good results in their virtual gaming, and others are seeing very good results. And I, I think it just depends on promotion, right? Yeah. And your audience, if you've got an international audience like, say, for Gen Con, you're going to still get a lot of people wanting to play remotely because they're like, well, I want to go to Gen Con again, but I still don't want to go physical yet or, you know, whatever. Or I had fun last year and and this works for me.
1: Damn the bugs! I don't want to smell the
0: funk. (laughs) Well, there's that. There's the travel. There's one of the interesting phenomenons, too, about virtual gaming is that people can go join your conference just for one game. Yeah. Dumbly. And so they can go back to mowing their lawn and doing all sorts of things. So you miss out on all that socialization, the pizza parties, the drinking sure. beer together, and all that stuff. You can do something like we're going to have a game night on the Friday night of the con in the whatever room, whatever. Uh, you 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 socialize the stuff. You you keep, you know you you got to get your um, communication channels tight, uh, branded and tight. And then um, you say, I'm gonna do, uh, we're gonna do Jackbox games in the room at 7 p.m. And then at 8 p.m. we're gonna stream a, a game of something. Um, so, you know, you could you could do that kind of thing where you kind of tee off other things that way. So for, I mean, I could show you some examples later, but for Virtual Greyhawk Con, we have a, not, me well, we might have a 24-hour streaming schedule for like three days straight, <laughs> with just all these different gray ox streamers. Um, some of them are going to do it in AD&D. Some of them are going to do it in Castles and Crusades game system. Some of them are using Pathfinder. Some of them are, uh, are using and more and more uh, Fifth Edition. Um, some of them use uh, Hero System. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Uh, right. It's been around. It's it's like what you're talking about with the savage riffs, right?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a setting that's uh, basically seen multiple iterations by different systems.
0: Right. You're using so when you design your your event system, um, whether or not you use a spreadsheet, which uh, you know if you're going to do that, make sure it's a linkable online spreadsheet. Uh, I don't recommend that. Uh, if you're going to go for the free option, and you because uh, ticketing with like
1: yeah this
0: will be completely free then you want to probably use warhorn warhorn uh, is great uh, for free small conventions uh, if you're just getting started do that we over at virtual greyhawk con uh, it's our second year now and our first year I think we had 70 events uh, we already have forty events and you know it's not even October yet so you know we think we'll have more um, and I know weird. some other Big conference that's physical that doesn't even have like twenty. So yeah,
1: that's that's where I'm I'm thinking because I we don't I mean Palladium's community is fairly small. It's like point zero five percent of the market share, uh, at least so far as the org groups report uh, details, uh, which is actually better than some uh, other systems out there. But it's vanishingly small compared to. Like the forty-something percent of the market share that Fifth Edition has, uh, and et cetera. But so well to
0: to me that doesn't to me that's two different things, right? Um, I mean, I play in Fifth Edition, but I don't have any. I mean, I'll play with buddies, right? You know, but it it my mojo doesn't get going for Fifth Edition. My mojo gets going for Greyhawk. I don't care what the game rules are. If right. you're running a good Greyhawk game and you're throwing down some Greyhawk lore here and there, and it's it feels like Greyhawk, which means it's sword and sorcery, it's not like high fantasy, um, then that's that's what I'm enjoying. Right. So um, it can get so if it's getting gritty, it it feels like Greyhawk. Right. Uh,
1: for for ourselves, uh, you know, it's a it's a fairly small community. We've got yeah, 150, 160 somewhere in there. Uh, Not quite 200 people on the EU server. Uh, There's about 100 players on the ExplorersUnlimited.com website. Um, Savage Rifts, there's about 100 players over there, too. And I don't even know how many people on their server. Probably comparable to EU, probably 150-ish. And this is three days. And... Um, well, I'm not quite sure what all is going to be done. Uh, I know that there will be a number of, well, we can detail it. It's, uh, I have, a uh, like three slots basically to start with at least, um, uh, for each of the three days for Roll20 games. Uh, and if people want to do like, uh, chat-based games, uh, I have some reservation slots up, up there for them. Um, but... I don't think this is going to justify like getting a management system or anything like that, which is, you know, I mean, that's definitely what you need to do for uh, you know, something with hundreds and hundreds of attendees, right? You're definitely going to need something to actually manage things. And this is all going to be free for sure. Uh,
0: we'll probably only have like 200 people at virtual Greyhawk con total, probably maybe 250. Yeah. Oh no, that's probably right. We'll probably have 300 total. Um, I would be shocked if we have that and and we still use the v we still use tte just because it's it just does everything for you and so we charge like five bucks and that just covers the tte cost for the most part and then all the most of the money whatever's left over after like you know uh paying for whatever minor costs come up we just ship it off to charity so we make zero um and you know the whole point is just to have the con to be able to celebrate greyhawk and um you know we would do the same thing here for uh you know the palladium
1: universes we got three different uh so we have a there's you know eu uh, our community comprised, is comprised of three different websites uh all owned by me and like eight four by me uh there's explorers unlimited which is strictly palladium uh, there's SavageRips.com, which is strictly uh, Savage Worlds games, and then Shadows Unlimited, the which is super new. Like, I think I just started it this year. Uh, Shadowrun? Yeah, it's all Shadowrun. Uh, so, yeah. and these are all Play By Post websites, but and because Play By Post attracts certain types of folks, and but. They also, you know, like, like I enjoy jamming uh, Roll20 now, uh, I've actually stopped jamming and play by post and I focus rather exclusively online stuff and Roll20 is kind of my bag is, I'm very accustomed to it now. Uh, so uh, I, there's also the VTT uh, side of things, All right, uh, Sure. This isn't what the community's focused around, but it's an um, added many, I guess you could say. Uh, so uh, there's uh, there's that element of uh, kind of, and there's a lot of uh, cross pollination between the three communities. Like a lot of people who love Savage Rifts uh, ha- are former Palladium players, or still enjoy doing both. It's kind of fifty fifty on that one. Uh, and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Palladium players also, uh, you know, have played Shadowrun and and vice versa, whatever, however you want to mix that all up. Uh, there's a lot of overlap with those. The Venn diagram between three systems and three websites. Um, so you and are huge, and but it's pretty
0: small still. So when when setting up, like you know uh, something in either um, a spreadsheet, like a you know a Google Docs or a OneDrive spreadsheet, that maybe you know maybe just make it that everyone can edit right? You'll want certain columns, right? You can just go look on anything on tabletop events or something like that, or Warhorn to kind of find out how people are filling things out, right? So one, you'll have, you're will have going to use a time slot method. Is that what I heard you saying? Have you not
1: seen the sheet?
0: No, I mean, I no, I didn't look at it. Yeah. I saw a spreadsheet and I said, oh, <laughs> that's what I said. I'll be honest with no, you. No, not
1: spreadsheet. I hate spreadsheets. It's at Google Doc
0: uh it's, what it's like a document yeah i mean no i haven't looked at it i'm i'm clicking on it now yeah i mean it's uh... i mean this is good for getting started uh cuz you like cuz cause you cause you're just you know you're it's a whiteboard right let's let's put stuff on the whiteboard like in what was that cabin in the woods movie where he's got the the big whiteboard and you know, zombies and vampires and whatever. Um, so, uh, I mean, getting some, yeah, getting some people to, to, to get the ball rolling is good. Um, we, uh, is a good way to get started, but h- how are you going to manage signups then?
1: Uh, for what specifically?
0: For these games.
1: Well, uh, Roll20 has its own, sign up
0: like management system see this is where it starts to just get confusing and then you're kind of in the center of it all trying to navigate all this um i would urge you to centralize your management of the events i'm gonna tell you uh for me, it was in the, in the Greyhawk community, it was worth it to use Tabletop Events because it's just easy. It just does everything. Warhorn is a little less perfect, but it has these awesome embed links that you can grab and slap down and be like, oh, hey, uh, I got two more seats in this game. Slap. And it's like, it puts this link on there, which is like, oh, wow, this is really clear. You have a central site for all the games. And then you can use that as a promotional point, you use that site then to send to like Palladium themselves or Savage or whatever and say, hey, can you guys maybe throw us a couple, um, cause they have like a whole bunch of thing on conventions on, uh, over at Palladium, website. I just looked it up like, you know, between now and 30 minutes before we started. And uh, you know, they might come up with some uh, PDFs for you guys to give, do giveaways, right? that you could do during say the ask me anything right during radio freak Town or something like that um okay. i don't know or something that maybe you do in a using a what's the uh the new type uh this, that's stadium what's the new type of uh discord channel
1: the Threads?
0: no 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 they, uh, for when you and you guys don't seem to have this converted to a community server i'm not sure why but there's some really neat things yeah one of the things you can do with like announcements is allow other people to follow your announcements if you ever want to convert this to a community server it's just like a button push so i can i can walk you through that
1: there didn't seem to be much pro or con and i was reading up on it and yeah it's very vague out there it's like they're not really making clear what the benefits are really
0: i'd do it there's additional room types okay um, Even
1: there's, that was not stated. <laughs> there's
0: a, there's a, you know, you have like a bot that seems like I think was maybe doing your code of conduct, uh, that's then integrated. They've got a code of conduct integration point. Okay. So things that bots are doing, they're also starting to integrate, create into discord. So that, but you need to have it be a community server to do so. Uh,
1: is Warhorn uh, freeware or what is
0: that? It's a website. It's free. Warhorn.net. Oh, maybe.
1: Yeah, no, I'm at it actually
0: go look up f shirt. go look up fg pug i think they've got uh an, an upcoming convention fg pug is uh fantasy grounds pickup games they're just yeah. nonstop running games in there like all the time it's just like you go on there sometimes on the weekend there's like five games running like all the time so yeah,
1: no, I, I, I see that on there on uh, Warhorn.net's warhorn.net uh, yeah
0: convention. if you want there's also some there's like sesh and RPG bot, RPG something bot, which was, uh, and those are all like scheduling bots for inside of Discord, but you're not going to really want to run a convention over it, even a small one. Um, a small one you want probably Warhorn because, uh, I mean, it, it's got some nice stuff. It does your uh, time zoning uh, and, and it lets you put in a little picture. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crisp. We can play with that too we can going to have like a working meeting where we just start practicing throwing down in your, um, you know, player game, you know, gamer seeking gamers or players seeking games or game, you know, DM seeking players, whatever uh, channel like links in there. Like, hey, I've got a game starting on this date, folks. I mean, that's the way to do it. It's so you can put everything you need to in there. But what was good about, you know, you can create a template for everybody to use then for this and be like, how many players? How much experience is it needed? Uh, what VTT? You know, um, is it going to be Theater of the Mind? Is it going to be Owlbear Rodeo, which I'm sure is popular here too? Right?
1: Nope, we do not use that.
0: You, do you know Albert Rodeo?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm aware of it. Uh, that came about years after I started on Roll Twenty, and the transition cost would be ginormous. So i
0: well. Dead. Yes and no, right? You lose a lot. Right. You don't, it's not a trans There's no, the, and I guess that would be the cost because, um, Owlbear Rodeo is your entry level VTT. That's the one that you, when someone says I need to learn VTTs, you give them Owlbear Rodeo. Five minutes after they start playing in Albert Rodeo, they will be a master of Albert Rodeo. It doesn't do any of the crunch that, uh, Roll20, Fantasy Grounds, um, Astral, uh, any of the others um do but again right uh, it's it's a map reveal tool with icons that the players can move around all willy-nilly all nimbly bimbly um it's so easy to to but that's their that's their that's your gateway drug right that's the thing that gets people into vtt's is owlbear rodeo you want you you want you see someone make a face about roll 20 just throw them Albear rodeo uh they'll be they'll be an expert in it and then they'll maybe look at roll 20 or fantasy grounds or making a
1: or, sales pitch here and I'm not buying so. or
0: no well this is for your listeners
1: okay
0: right and then and then if you really get crazy you go into something like tailspire which is like you're practically i mean that's like it's virtual miniatures right Again, that's super crazy but um uh, but very gorgeous right so there's lots of ETTs out there. You know, you, you play in the one that you're comfortable with. You're comfortable with Roll20. Um, I'm comfortable in any of them, uh, except for I don't know how to build anything in Spire. I've just seen it. It's not
1: uh, even a comfort thing. It's when you've put in multiple years of effort into building something, because uh, there's no integrated chip for in, in under any platform. Right. There might be in the future under Fantasy Grounds, which I'll revise my options when I take a look at the, the product there. But I've already done all the crunchy ass hard work. Right. Playing workable in Roll20. So, yeah, there. And, and I would have to replicate all of that effort in any, under any platform. And well, and again,
0: without, yeah, Fantasy Grounds, fantasy that would ground be. Yeah. Fan- they
1: do yeah. their own mechanics for each. Right. Set there. And right. there's others like that, and nobody yeah, does like play game because it's a tiny ass little
0: market. So right. there you are. So yeah, so yeah, and there's Astral. Yeah, uh, uh, Owlbear Rodeo has no crunch capabilities. It's just a map reveal tool with some icons. You can sh- there's a shareable dice tray if you want to use it, but it's practically useless. Yeah. Um. For dummies
1: and...
0: Right. What I don't like about Roll Twenty is that during cons, you always have like some people having tons of audio issues because the DM is like now, you know, so no one noticed. I mean, we actually had an incident at one con because someone was getting so upset, uh, uh, which was more, uh, you know, I mean, because it can get frustrating when you want to play the game and and your audio uh, and video are not working or you're making
1: it. I don't even use Roll20's audio. It's garbage.
0: Right. But it's on by default. For, so when the new yeah. person jumps on to play that yeah, single game,
1: be by a confident GM myself to use Discord, we'll well,
0: right. But again, it's you know uh, that's you're you're experienced. You know you're the pinnacle. Uh, you need to consider the people who are going to. You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to sign. up. I'm going to run a game. You know for Lloyd and and uh, and I'm and I'm not real good at it. But, and now they're the people that are going to have, they're saying there are the problems and you're going to be busy in another game yourself and you're not going to have the time to get over there to help them out. So you need to, you need to consider uh, that. So, uh, you know, maybe like a little like, hey, we're going to, we're going to run some VT. You guys want to do like a, not a pre-con, but like you guys want to do a learn to, to play online uh, round table where we all just kind of throw down what's worked for us and what are the things to watch out for during games like that, you know. Uh, like the um, oh your mic was on and you were looping back through there and that's why every like three people heard echo and no one else included the dm did because the dm already has their audio off and then they restarted their game and and ages ago and it's always been set that way since
1: right basic
0: mentorship solves all these problems but right yeah well yeah but not during you know, when everyone's trying to play, it's not going to work not out. not
1: enduring, man. That's what mentorship is for. You ahead <laughs> of time.
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know. Um, so,
1: screening. like, you don't want you don't want pedos. You know, you know, if you're running a kids-only server, you screen. You don't want pedos. You know, like in there, and basic, basic same thing. If you're having a if you're having a con, you want to screen to make sure. Hey, do you know what you're doing? If not, hey, maybe I can help you out.
0: Yeah, and cool. that's one of the. That's one of the things we do in, in a few different uh, cons is for like streamers we um you have to at least be uh affiliate status with Twitch in order to yeah. See, get a streaming spot because streaming isn't hard and if you can't get at least affiliate which is really just <laughs> both it it's really just uh can you fog up the spoon level of like college applications <laughs> Uh, then, then we don't let them stream. It's like, it just, it, it's an easy way to say no. Um, because they're, they're not ready. Yeah, um,
1: no is ha- very
0: handy. yeah it can be, uh, it, you know, it's not, it, yeah. and we even help people get affiliate when, the, you know, they, uh, when, when they're obviously wanting and capable, uh, so we'll, we'll help them get along that way. But, um, so yeah, uh, I would, um, you know, I would get, you know, the permutations of different VTTs out there for options, you know, like examples for to people so that they know what to expect. I would, uh, you know, the experience required, the number of players, how long the game will be, like, you know, is it going to be a four hour, is it going to be a six hours? is it going to be a two or three hour Um You know, if it's, uh, I mean, you've got those time chunks. You're doing it by time slice. We let people choose when they want to start and stop games, and it does have a little bit of problems associated with it, right? Because when it's too freeform, like, someone's game will stop at 9 and someone else will start at 8, and they're like,
1: "Uh, yeah.
0: So, but there's, with our um, most cons that we're doing now, there's so much else going on that you can either find something else or you just take a break or you go watch a stream because like at Virtual Greyhawk, uh, sorry, uh, uh, GaryCon 2021 this year in March, we had four full streaming channels and I think like two of them were non, or three of them, two of them, two of them were non-stop for like, you know, days starting on like Thursday or something so we had like nonstop streaming going on, on multiple channels.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of nuts. Uh, I don't expect any streamers here, but I'm going to throw that option out because that's something I have not considered. It's something I can't do. Have we to, uh, bandwidth yeah. or strength constraints from my side? But that doesn't mean other people can't do it. Uh, has it's
0: just me locally, I can't do it. Has yeah? If someone's looking to start streaming and they want to kind of get get good quick. Uh, I can help them. I'm not a streamer at all, but I, again, know technology and I know lots of streamers now, (laughs) whereas, you know, two years ago, I had no idea what any of that was. Um, but have you like tried to Google stock, like any palladium games at all? Uh, that's maybe on Twitch or YouTube or, you know, Facebook live or whatever it's called. No. Yeah, I would probably go out and start hunting those people down and get a hit list, and then we'd reach out to them and we'd say, you know, like, hey, we're trying to put a convention together, uh, just as a focus on. And what is the focus? What is the? What's your target? Is it all Palladium related games?
1: No, they're, uh, No, they're, It isn't AI. Uh, it isn't uh, system uh, focused at all. Uh, hence why there's three of them there and I'm fine with others coming in. this is literally just a uh, a means by which to get, you know, folks online, uh, active and doing stuff online as well and having a good time.
0: Alright, I mean I'm just based on what I've seen so far, right? It's all it's Heroes Unlimited, it's Riffs, Beyond it's the Supernatural. This
1: is day one, so
0: yes. Okay. Uh
1: there'll probably be the bulk of it. Although Savage Rifts will probably start creeping on there when they get become more aware of this, but but isn't that just Rifts and isn't
0: that just Rifts with a different game system?
1: Yes. Uh, All right, So that's
0: still but they like also,
1: Savage Worlds also has like Jesus uh, seven or eight at least different IP uh, kind of different not IPs necessarily, but uh, like settings like Deadlands and uh, Weird War uh, Weird it's it called weird wars i think it's basically like super weird uh the world war one era stuff like that they have a ton of stuff Shane tar which is like high fantasy they have a bunch
0: got it um yeah so basically it's more of a community thing around this discord and the other discord and the websites
1: yeah
0: and so yeah well okay so um, so yeah, you'll want to specify like campaign world and then uh, gaming system used, right? Yeah. Like this will use, okay. and then and then again age, you know, can I bring my kid? Basically, is the question. Because if it, you say age eight and up, then that then everybody knows that that means that someone might bring their kid, and that's awesome, right? You know, introducing the next generation to to rifts, you know, getting the word out more about these things right because right. Um, that's how we do it you know we can either gatekeep or we can uh, share and um, that's how it goes so yeah all those components are basically what you want to do once you you've got some of your initial gems sort uh, lined up and then once you get them lined up you're going to either want to do a big ass spreadsheet or just shift it all to Warhorn and call it a day and just start teaching people to use Warhorn because it's also good for using the uh the you know when you're trying to book a campaign. Um yeah, that you is know.
1: already bookmarked and I will be looking at that as soon as we're as soon as we're done here.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you want to do some yeah if you want to do some playing around with that we can like send each, each other some bogus uh games. Um very interesting. Yeah. So right. yeah, you you get all that uh together, uh you keep you get some volunteers ahead of time who aren't gonna be busy who are going to be willing to just sit and beacon in the help desk and answer questions when people can't figure out how to do audio. Because you're going to have somebody using like the web edition of Discord, and then there's going to be the people saying, well, can I use Zoom? And the response should be, yeah, we don't care how you run your game. You run it however you're comfortable. But just so you know, the convention is going to be run on Discord, and that's where the support's going to be. Yep,
1: yep. Um,
0: So something goes on in a different discord like can i do it on my discord i we don't care but we've got at least one boost as you can tell on our explorers unlimited server which means the audio quality here is going to be better and yeah. if you and i mean we've had people come back to the server when they were like well we thought we've been playing on it for like a year and we didn't notice how much better it could get when because when, they came on here because they're trying to stream out of their own discord and it was like awful compared to how it was here. So they're, we're like, yeah, we know. We, we boost the server for the convention.
1: All right. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate all the uh, tons of useful uh, feedback as well as the uh, Warhorn tip. that I will be taking a deep dive on that. Uh, and do you have anything to promote before we uh, call it a wrap here?
0: Um, so, yeah, Virtual Greyhawk Con is going to be coming up in October. And then we're going to be, the GaryCon crew is going to be Uh, at GameholeCon both physically and virtually uh, as well as running streaming for GameholeCon which is uh, in October as well that got pushed back Um, and then uh, you know I will that might wind up being my first physical con Um, and and then all the best experiences (laughs) yeah I know I, I And then, um, you know, we are busily meeting uh, every two weeks and doing lots of work in between then, preparing for GaryCon uh, next March, GaryCon 14, and hopefully that'll be my first one to go to. I've now gone to two virtual GaryCons, Uh, so, you know, everyone's anxious to actually meet me in person because, you know, I was the guy that showed up out of nowhere and just started doing things. All
1: righty. Well, thank Josh. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on and uh, talking about the content here. I uh, appreciate the help and, uh, listeners, uh, you'll be able to uh, take a look at some of these things in the show notes. I'll uh, put links up to them. Uh, if Josh does provide them and Josh, have a good night.
0: Yep. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I mean, I'll help you guys, uh, as we go along, if you want any help. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I even would like, like to attend at least uh, one of these because uh, already looking at what you've put out there is uh, has piqued my interest because um, I just yeah, I couldn't find any uh, riffs or Palladium uh, folks uh, previous to you reaching out to me. So thanks, thanks for waving me down. Appreciate that.
1: Not a problem. Our community's been around since two thousand and five online. Ouch. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's apparently I got to work on my own promotion and uh, a little bit more. Nice brian slash dark lord if you're listening maybe you should hunt this dude down because he lives in your neck of the woods (laughs) there there you go brian is one of our dimension masters from explorers unlimited and he lives in the chicagoland area as well and he's been game mastering on eu since 2005
0: wow well who knew um, yeah, well I'm Zarathon here on uh, Explorers Unlimited. You can uh, just uh, direct message me and uh, or call me out and we'll have a we'll have a chat. Uh, cheers everyone, thanks for your time. All right. have a good
1: night. You too, cheers.
0: This has been Radio Free Murktown, a WMRK production. Contact us at radiofreemurktown at gmail.com and support Radio Free Murktown on Patreon for as little as two dollars per month. Visit us on the web at explorersunlimited.com for more information.